Welcome back to another week of Instigating with Clarky and Drury. I'm Drury, that's Clarky. We're brought to you, as always, by our friends at Quillbet Canada, the Listowel Squash Court, See the Game, and Listowel Vision Care. And, of course, by Hanover Raceway. Don't miss all the excitement of live harness racing every Saturday from June 4th to September 17th. Post time, always at 1.30 p.m. Bring the family and come have a great time enjoying the sights and sounds. We bet you'll love it. Visit them at HanoverRaceway.com for details on their upcoming events. Uh, all right. Clarky, uh, I just got back from day one of the PGHL Schmaltz Cup tournament. Uh, I had an overtime game myself to call as Stainer ended up coming on, uh, out on top of the Grimsby Peach Kings, Peach Kings 3-2 in overtime. All the while I was doing that, as we give you a sleepy edition here, we're recording this midnight Friday morning. Uh, the Maple Leafs got tangled up in an overtime game as well, falling 4-3 to the Tampa Bay Lightning, who force a Game 7 on Saturday night. Clarkie, you're decked out in all your regalia. You were watching at a friend's house. Uh, break this down for me. Of course, I did not see the game. I just saw the goals and the highlights when I got home. Tell us how you're feeling right now. I'm feeling like uh, two things. They're jinxed. They're never going to win. and the league's against them. There's no question in my mind. It's unbelievable. The call that was made tonight reminded me back to Doug Gilmore time and how the referees in a one goal game in game six of a series can call a phantom high stick is beyond me. That guy should not referee another game this playoff, like until the fight, like at all. He should not do it. If you don't see a stick hitting a guy in the face, you can't call it. You can't call it. Like, you have to see the stick hit the guy's face. Like, you just can't make it up. You can't say, oh, I think that hit his face. And foot. Oh, foot. Foot should be suspended. They got to start handing out suspensions for soccer-like plays. Oh, it hit me in the face. Oh! Like you're you're referring to Cal Foot. Yeah, foot. I said foot. Yeah, Cal Foot. Yeah, like, of the Tampa Bay Lightning. That shit has gotta stop in this National Hockey League. Like they're getting away with it. So why would they keep why wouldn't they just keep doing it? And that's what happens in soccer. Like there's gotta be someone upstairs who can see this and call it because you can't have it happen. Clarky's upset. Um, yeah, it, it's, I, I, again, I'm, I'm coming from this at a disadvantage because unfortunately due to my work covering the PGHL final tournament, I didn't get to watch the game. Hey, hold on. Adam's got the play. Have you seen it? I I've seen the rolling Adam. question. Let's roll this high stick. Yeah. I've it's seen this small here, but I've seen this. Like it hits his underarm and like missed his face by a foot. Now, now again, yeah. Now again, Cal inches. They should call him. I, again, I saw that, and uh, there was a five on three that ensued off two high sticking miners uh, yeah. within yeah. sixteen seconds of up. each other. Within sixteen seconds of each other, the Leafs were up three two in the third at that point. Yep. Um, now, yep. I, I don't, I don't wish to anger you further. I read on Twitter that the TNT crew had another angle that wasn't that one that showed it 
that it did hit him in the face. I don't know if that's true because I haven't seen that. Well, I don't know. But how that's what I saw it. people on Twitter and report like reporters tweeting that there was an angle where well, the stick hit him I, in the if face. If that's the case, I take it all back. But that angle right there was pretty darn clear that it the didn't other, touch his face. So. The other bad one that people are are referring to that I'm sure you were eventually going to get to was Killorn. Oh, yeah. Adam's got that, too. You know, horse riding yep, yep. Austin Matthews. Yep. Which. Watch this. Watch which this. this is this is very bizarre to me that this isn't called. But look, this is like, like, look at around, this. This is really bizarre. He's flying around like a holding kite. his jersey for more than five seconds. No call. No yeah, call that, whatsoever. I don't understand how that isn't isn't called. It uh, is called. But the NHL wants as much revenue as they can get. A game seven in Toronto will make lots of revenue for a league who's missed a lot of time for COVID. So you know what? Let's look at that freeze frame, right? That that last. Yeah, he's pulling his jersey. Not only that, look at the ref right there, right there, five feet away. Yeah. Oh, I don't see anything. I don't see anything. It's okay. It's Toronto. It's Toronto. They're just wine, whiners and sucks up there. They'll complain about anything. And the worst part, Ryan, is they let them play hockey tonight. Leafs had one power play. One. And then they call the Kerfoot one. Are you referring to Ker- the Kerfoot, Kerfoot high the first stick high stick? On Hedman. Okay, okay yeah. Like, yeah. Hedman lifts Kerfoot's stick up. And Kerfoot's stick rides up and goes under his chin. Yep. Yeah. I saw that as well. By the letter of the law, it's a penalty. You know, it yeah, it stick infractions are you just don't know. And that I think that's the biggest issue that anybody would would say about NHL officiating is we just don't know, right? And I know there was a there were some whispers about a goalie interference thing too on one on one of the goals. Well, their goal, the, the one goal they scored, I can't remember. Um, Corey Perry, it looked like it was the five on three goal. It looked like Corey Perry interfered with Jack's stick, but they're not going to call that. And you right. can't you can't challenge it. What if you get a like you can challenge? Oh, sorry, you can challenge it. But what I'm saying is. They didn't want to because they're the still penalty. shorthanded. You get if you're five on three, and yeah. now you're going to be five on three if they don't. So it's like I don't know, man. That one was the least egregious one for me. I saw the top down angle of it uh, being shared on Twitter. I didn't think it was goalie interference. Um, also, uh, but I, I'll say that simply because I watched the Florida Panthers score an overtime winner against my Capitals the other night, where a guy was fully standing in the crease. But they're not going to call back an, an overtime winning goal. We we don't do that. Uh, you know, ask Buffalo Sabres fans about what the, calling sorry. back overtime winners. So no, no. But it, and but again, you know what? Unfortunately, Justin Hall knocked it into his own net. Now, like all the Justin Hall haters are on, the, be on, on the on the game on the over on the game winner. Yeah, he was dribbling behind, uh, Bunting. It looked like if Hall wasn't there, Bunting was going to stop it. But Hunter uh, Bunt. Bunting and Hall's stick sort of both hit the puck at the same time and Hall knocked it into his own net. So all the Hall haters, Hall had a great game. The Leafs played well. The Leafs outplayed them, I thought. Um, yeah, that was the consensus that I was reading. And it sounded like in an overtime, they had shot them 
Yeah, I don't know. They were, but you know what? And here's sometimes so here's you just my... know it over time when you're watching over time. A lot of times the team with the momentum loses the game for some reason. Like it just seems to happen that you're up nine to two in shots, everything's going well, then boom, right? It does feel that way for sure. Um, yeah, it's odd how often in hockey that 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 seems to you know be the prevalent feeling. Here's really at the end of the day, what it boils down to for me though, is yeah. I mean, I saw immediately, you know, <clears throat> social media Leafs vitriol toward the officials, you know, whether, whether you want to argue that and, and have it, you know, be, be part of your argument for, for why they lost this game. That's fair game. I'm not going to tell you to not feel aggrieved about, NHL officiating, which we all know, unlike Gary Batman tells us, is the worst in professional sports. And it's the worst because it's the most inconsistent. There's a lot of rumbling right now about baseball umpires. I mean, it's the same action happening over and over. Do they make bad ball and strike calls? Yeah, they do. NHL uh, officiating, the, the, the rhythm of it completely befuddles me because you said, and and I you know, was reading about it on Twitter as well, that for the most part tonight, they let them play. There were a lot of calls that were let go both ways. And that's not the way that the first five games were called. There were penalties every four minutes on average, I believe. Like, and and everybody, Jeff O'Neill, everybody covering the Leafs, complaining about the flow of the, of the games in the series, too many penalties, too many penalties, which is funny to me because like we all complain a ton about not enough calls, not enough calls in the playoffs. Now, now there's too many penalties, but tonight. Well, it's because it's, we complain. Clinch. That's why. Cause we complain. The NHL has to prove their point. You see that, that, that they call the, they have no clue what they're doing. They really don't. Like, I did you see the Truba hit on Crosby. What did you think of that? Uh, well, he should have been suspended. And, right. and again, Absolutely. while I don't, while no penalty, I don't, no penalty, no penalty, no hearing. No, 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 of course, no, he's a ranger. No the New York Rangers play in where Gary Bettman lives. They're not going to get a call. Well, the Rangers, the Rangers are losing that series. To be fair, yeah, they um, are, but they didn't lose it. And as soon as Crosby went out of the game, it changed around. So, and like, whatever. Yeah, I I understand why fans have this conspiracy theory notion because you know when it's your team and you know I've I did it for years I I will still argue up and down for the rest of my life that the call that Evgeny Malkin drew in Game Six uh, or pardon me Game Five of the '09 semifinal when the Caps were playing them was a phantom slash that never happened, mm-hmm. and they they won that game. The Caps were up three one in that series. Um, Pittsburgh went on to win the Stanley Cup, didn't they? And that's kind of my point at the end of this, though, is that we can we can look at tonight and go, you know, the officiating was bad, the officiating was bad, this and that. The Leafs still outplayed them. They still outchanced yep. them in overtime, and they and they still lost. This team in the Matthews Marner era are 0 and 8 in yep. elimination games where they yep. could potentially move on. They're 0 and 8 after yep. tonight. Yep, they are. And, and, be and I after and, Saturday. Uh, well, well, let's relax for a second here. I had the Leafs in seven. I had the Leafs in seven. Well, and I understand why you think that. Why would you think they'd win based on everything that we've seen this yeah. team do? Yeah. The mental fragility. Yeah. The go up, go up and down the list, 
And and I saw because people were tweeting clips out because he's public enemy number one among Leaf fans. Nylander pulling up on pucks three different times in overtime where he could have got the puck first and would have had to absorb the hit. Good, he was not good. And uh, And Mitch Marner was too cute and fancy all night long. And but he wasn't too cute and fancy before tonight. No, I know. So why change what's been successful? I don't get it, Ryan. I don't get it. He had so many opportunities to shoot the puck. Last game in Toronto, the fans were chanting, shoot the puck, shoot the puck. I've never heard that. Is, this like, is Thomas Caberlet like, uh, like underneath every jersey now? Like, what is going on? Like, they don't shoot the puck. And they had golden opportunities in overtime to shoot the puck. Like, and they're not shooting it. And Mitch leads the way. Shoot the puck. Just shoot it. Look what happened when Tampa scored. They just threw the puck at the net and it went in. Why can't the Leafs figure that out? Yeah, it's it's one of those things where in overtime, it's usually not a, a pretty goal. I mean, the overtime game I called tonight wasn't wasn't pretty. It was a bad turnover behind the net, thrown quickly out front and slammed right on goal. And it went five hole and in. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's it's odd how that happens. I, I mean, you know, my favorite, the, the most innocuous goal I've still ever seen, Lars Eller's right ass cheek in game three against Columbus when the Caps went on their run. I mean, Panarin hit the bar two minutes before that. I'll never forget that. Like, the Caps are down three Cobb if that goes in. The, the, no Stanley Cup. But the bounces are awful funny, aren't they, in this game? But really, though, again... We can we can sit here and again I'm at a disadvantage here. I didn't see the game. You're obviously fired up, very angry, rightly so. And, and I understand why it's at another level with you because of what this team has done. They haven't won a playoff series since 2004, 0 and 8 with this core in elimination games where the Leafs could potentially move on. Will they change that to one and eight on Saturday? And again, we can sit here and complain about officiating for any team that's ever played a playoff game in NHL history. And I'd be willing to go, oh, the Leafs lost this time because because this, this one time. And uh, But it's been five years of this now where this team can't figure it out. And where the consensus, well, well we're willing to give them the pass for the first two because young group, Washington, of course, they should have lost that series. Boston the next year, still young. Okay, yeah, we lost that series. But now the last three years, they've had teams on the rope. Boston, 3-2. They choke at home. Then in game seven, the infamous, as, as Lee fans, some refer to it as the infamous Jake Gardner game. Yep. That three, was in Boston, up, though, right? Yeah, the game seven. Yep. Three, three one up on Montreal. Yep. Inexcusable. Yep. And, and I've been on a couple shows this week. And I'll say it again here on our show. I'll tell you one thing, though, but just before you do that. Yep. There's no way the Leafs lose. And again, it's going to be sour grapes. There's no way the Leafs lose if last year's playoffs was officiated like this year's. Montreal's not good enough. Montreal clutched and grabbed and cross-checked their way. I'm telling you, it wouldn't have happened. Anyway, go ahead. But, why, but, but my point with all this is, why can't the Leafs, with all this high-paid talent, figure out a way to do that themselves? Yeah, you're right. It, if you're, you're so what, high bounces, paid and you're so you're high right, Ryan. I get it, Ryan. They're jinxed. I told you. They're jinxed. If I, I understand it feels like that. Why wouldn't it feel like that? Yeah. But at the end of the day, this team is built 
with three extremely highly paid forwards up front, which causes deficiencies toward the lower end of their lineup and their decor. Yeah, but you know what? They've built this team pretty well. And it's I'm not saying they have Kampf, Engvall, Mikheyev, best line tonight. Do you know that? Mc- That's a know? real problem, though. No, no. But what I'm saying is. No, there's sorry. depth there. I can't say best line. They well, if it's shut down the opposition, unbelievable. Yep. Camp has not been on the ice for a goal against all series. Yeah, but you can't. Unfortunately, you can't play him 23 minutes a night. No, no, I know. But I'm just saying they've built that bottom six pretty well. And I don't think you can blame them. But when Nylander just no. like, Nylander misses a pass and doesn't even skate after it to nullify the icing. He's in the lead. He's in and he just just floats away. Like he doesn't want to get stuff. hit. Like doesn't want to get hit. I know. I know. I know. It, there's no question about it. What's it take? Backs I mean six six point seven million dollars. What's it take? Six point nine? Yeah. Right. Seven seven point yeah. five. Uh, like I don't know. Yeah, I know. And to be fair, I think Morgan Riley's been really good in this series. Their defense, I'm sorry, their defense, I think, have been, for the most part, outstanding. I think they have been pretty good, yeah. Jack Campbell's outplayed Vasilevsky. One game, maybe not, but for the most part of the series, Vasilevsky's goals, save percentage is 880 in the series. Yeah, well, he's Andre Vasilevsky, though. Yeah, I know, but the Leafs are beating. And he's and, and he's won, so it doesn't it doesn't matter. Well, people in Tampa aren't sitting there going, "Boy, Andre sucks." You know, mm-hmm. why should they? Mm-hmm. After the last two springs, summers, and then the worst part is in overtime, Hall gets knocked down, like tripped up, no call, no makeup call, like nothing, like. And they even the geniuses on the uh, Sportsnet broadcast even talked about, "We'll see if we'll see a makeup call." And they all said there won't be a makeup call. Not now, not not in overtime, and there wasn't. Anyway, and again, yeah, it's just crazy. Makeup calls, this bad call, that bad call. Win a damn series, dude! I know, I know. Like, I, I mean, hey, I, I, hey, hey, we're I, all I know, hot. I know, and, I know, and, I know, and and it just pisses me off when, like, people in the media think they're mightier than Almighty. Like the Craig Buttons of the world, Craig Button. Like to me, that guy is a farce, and uh, like he 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 purposely says things against the Leafs because he worked for them and he doesn't anymore. Um, he says Austin Matthews wasn't in his top seven for MVP voting. Like, are you like what are you trying to prove? I personally and like Craig, said, you know, but I disagree with a, that take. It's a loser's mentality to complain about the officiating. You know what? It is. That's I agree with that. And that's oh. coming from a guy that rips on refereeing when my team's involved for oh, years I know and years. It is. I know. Because you just win. I know. But, but, but calls and they win. I get it. But I for the love of God, please stop calling crap that affects the outcome of the game. And that five on three. You can say that about any penalty ever, six, though. An earned penalty is an earned penalty, but a there's no call. If you don't see a high stick hit the guy in the face, and the guy f- fakes it, then like anyway, they got to start handing out suspensions, or it's going to get more soccer like every time we play. That's all I'm saying. No more yeah. fines because he's going to get fined, right? 
Uh, I don't think he. I don't think he will. I don't think he will get fined. Why would he? Why would he get fined? Get, like the there, NHL there is no a fine for embellishment. You do get fined for embellishment. I'm. I'm aware that they're not going to call that on a high stick. Uh, like, I, I'd be shocked if he was fined. But this whole finding thing in the playoffs here, because like they make it out like all oh, playoff game is more important than a regular season game. So it's less and everything like that. It depends who the player is. And sometimes, you know, I understand why fans think it depends on the team. I mean, I'll just say it again. It's the old I'll, I'll beat this record to death. Tom Wilson does something. It's seemingly so much more egregious, even though, you know, the act of another player doing it might just, you know, be as bad, but it's not. It's not Tom, right? Like, just as an example, you know what I mean? Or, or if Brad Marchand does something, it's so much worse than what anybody else would ever potentially do, even though they do they commit yeah. the same act. And you could put the two side by side. And, of course, people's reactions are going to be, oh, well, it's way worse because this guy did it. And I understand that, right? You build, you build a reputation. And that's what this is. And, and what I said, what I, my point I was going to make earlier when I said I've been on a few shows this week just talking about this, this – if the Leafs lose, and I know last year the, the Montreal thing and what an easy path they would have had and blah, blah, blah. Yep. Nothing's easy. Yep. This is the playoffs. Yep. But I understand people's take. I, I understood yep. Yep. what people I know. were talking I know. about. And, and they the should choking, be Montreal. The choking and, I, and I don't want to hear about all the... I know. Uh, yeah, and I don't want to hear about all uh, Montreal cross-checked them too many times. You should have absolutely railroaded that team. I don't care. Yeah. Find yeah. a way to win. Yeah, okay. You don't think you don't think Ovechkin ever got cross-checked by Chris Letang yeah. and and Dubinsky and all these other guys on the way to the chat? Yeah, he got cross-checked. You know, and he hit people back, and he scored at big times, earned his money, and came through. Figure it out, and this one will be worse. This will be the worst one. And I know people are going, how can you say it's the worst one if the Leafs end up losing? Which, by the way, again, I do not think they will. They have got to completely forget about the past, like my Capitals did. <laughs> Every in time Pittsburgh. they step into a media room, they're asked about their past. They can't forget about it. I, they're going to have to. When they I agree with ice, you, Ryan. Forget it and go, there's a game here. We you. were better than them last game and outchanced them in overtime. And maybe. We can, we can win. maybe. I'm they using reverse psychology here, maybe. But here, but but here's why it's worse. Because they have largely outplayed Tampa for stretches outside of the first two games of this series that they lost. Where I thought Tampa was 100% the better team, especially especially Game Four. Game Four, the Leafs were that was one of the most embarrassing playoff losses that this group's been put through, in my opinion. And game One was and, one of and, the most embarrassing losses for Tampa. It happens. Five nothing. Uh, yeah, Find but it's nothing. not. But it's not that embarrassing. They're the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion, and they lost Game you can One. Still have a yes, it was embarrassing five. Game. Yeah, it was an embarrassing showing because they're the back-to-back -back Stanley Cup champions. But what do they care? Because now it's Game Seven, where almost everybody had this series going, and it doesn't matter that Tampa Bay felt a little embarrassed after Game One. Oh no, because they have nothing nice. Well, to the Leafs have on, never right? trailed in the series. No one's ever won two games in a row. Everything's lining up that the Leafs should win the game. They should they should win the game, and that's my point. And if they don't, this one will be the worst flop. Everyone, yet. everyone, every consecutive one is the worst one. The latest one is the worst one. Yes, they're playing this defending Stanley Cup champs. Yes, that's why it's the worst one. 
because you have been right up to par with them, if not better for, I would say it would be fair to say that the Leafs have been better 65 to 70% of the time uh, across the six games. Game four will be the one if they if they lose, which again, I don't think they will. They have to do it. They got to win here. Enough's enough. I think they'll win. But if they don't, game four will be the siren song that everyone looks back on and says, no, there, was the tur- there was the turning game point. Game six would be. Because they went Tonight's out. Tonight's game would be. No, because they outplayed them and they were betting them in overtime. In game four, the and Leafs got the wheels beat of the off them. Okay, fine. It doesn't matter if they get the wheels beat off them in game four. That's what people it will look back matter. and say. Yes, it, it does if they matter. lose. If they lose, it does. No, it matters if they lose game seven. Game seven is what matters, not game four. But you know I what understand the revisionist what history saying. is. And this will be the worst one because saying. this is the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's the bar of excellence in Stanley Cup playoff play the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you're getting paid a ton of money. The guys up front, the core of this team, more than the top guys on Tampa are getting paid. And you can't find a level to get it done and get four wins. That's why it'll be the worst one. Not because it's the latest. It doesn't That's a factor. I, yeah, I don't want to talk about game four. Whatever. Like, okay, fine. How they let, dominated in game one, then. Like, let's let. Yeah, fine. Let's talk about game one, the first one. Yeah, five nothing. Leafs dominated. Tampa wasn't in it. Embarrassing. If we, if the Leafs Tampa win game, won two if, Stanley Cups. The Leafs, I don't care. What have you done for me lately? It doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't matter. It does, though, one, doesn't two, it? What are we oh, after here? What are this we talking year. about? Not this year. No, it not this year. Matter this year that they won two Stanley Cups. Why not? Why doesn't it matter that they won back to back Stanley Cups and Toronto's literally got? Well, then if, if it matters and the Leafs beat them that that badly in Game One, then the series should have been over after Game One. They should have just handed the Leafs the series then. Like it, like. Yeah, and that's not how it, it works. And that's matter. my point. The Leafs, Leafs have not Leafs like gone big rise to it. The Leafs have come back from two and three goal deficits they've played well and they need yeah, so to they win. better win i agree with you like, they better do- win what are, are they going here? to like, i don't know well if they don't again i i think it's the worst one yet because well of course there were is. numerous t- chances now and it'll be is. two in a row now where they had their yeah. back they had tampa's back against the wall yeah. maybe they'll win six nothing like they did against ottawa in game sevens like maybe they'll just come out and be like okay here we go well like, who knows? To be fair, and I'll do respect to this man. I mean, it was Patrick Lalim in that. It wasn't exactly Andre Vasilevsky, was yeah, it? Well, he probably had the same same percentage as Vasilevsky has this series going into Game Seven. So, I, if my you know memory John serves, Cooper actually a ended up playing good, too, right? You know, John yep. Cooper should just like I know he's won back to back cups, and I know you're going to say that, and, but he's got to like I don't know. He, I find him very pompous and. Some of the stuff he's been saying, especially personally against John, uh, Jack Campbell, who is a very fragile mental goaltender. Just, it just, I don't know. I just, I find What's it your, garbage. I find what it is your issue specifically with, with John Cooper and what just some of the stuff Jack he says. Campbell. Like the Leafs haven't earned a victory in the series. He said that they've handled. Oh, of course he's going to say that. I know. So just shut up. And then, and then, oh, Jack Campbell, he, he's given up seven goals in two games. Uh, three and a half goals a game. We'll take that all the time. Uh, we have no problem. Like, just 
I just don't like when a when a coach talks specifically about the deficiencies of a certain player on another team. I don't like it. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't think many other coaches will say it. I understand. I mean, he he's in a better position than any other coach to to say those things because yeah, he yeah. he knows how to push the buttons to make. And Sheldon Keith might be fired if they lose Saturday night. I wouldn't shock. It wouldn't shock me. We'll see. He's the one guy involved here, me personally, that I think should actually be safe. Um, I I don't. I don't know what exactly it is that Keith is supposed to do to push the buttons further than he has. Like he's done all I'm he not can. Saying it's the he playoffs has it, but now. someone's going to be the fall guy, Ryan. You know what's going to happen. It'll be at the top, and I, I don't and think Dubis is going anywhere. But or Brady, uh, but God, God bless them then, because if they can't do it again, and they're not going to make some significant changes, which is what everybody will be screaming for. Um. Well, it'll be Willie's head. Who know? Who Willie knows? will be the top of the list. Tell he will be that. the top of the list. And you know, here's the too thing, bad because like Tavares had a great game tonight. Two goals. Finally, and finally. Like, well, he had a good game last game too. And he was uh, not bad. Yeah, he was he's okay. Dominated in the faceoff circle. He's been a very important guy. Thank God. Thank God. Um, he's dominating in the faceoff circle for eleven million dollars. Thank dude. God. Thank Whatever. God. Oh my God. I'm so happy that he's dominating he's... in the faceoff circle. Oh my God. That. That is, oh, pat him on the back. And he and he will get patted on the back if they win a series and he has another game like he did tonight. But, I mean, to say, like, it, it, that's, a, that's why they got to, and I took them in seven, they got to win this series. And, and I think if they do, they're going to go on a run. I think it will inject so much self-belief and just ecstasy from finally getting something done that they are going to Toronto is going to erupt and they'll ride that far. I think that I have them going to the conference finals and losing in my playoff bracket, but that would to, to even get to the conference finals would be such a massive building block to go. Hey, yes, we can go deep with this group, but if they don't, I hate doing this. I think John Tavares is a good guy. I would want him on my team as a player and a teammate. I think he cares more than anybody. But if they lose again, that's another year gone off a guy that's already slowing down a little bit speed-wise. It's never been his game. But it's another year of 11 million where I, like this elite talk what are we talking about? He's not elite at, at, at basically anything. He's really, really good. That's what he is. He's elite at draws. There's fourth line centers that are elite at draws that win 60% of their draws. Elite at draws. I mean, and again, great. Be elite at draws. You need guys to win faceoffs. But for $11 million, if that's the maximum top end of what you're bringing consistently, and again, he played really well tonight, and I was stoked for him because that guy is wearing it right now. Him and Nylander are getting absolutely kicked in the pills by angry fans, media, whoever. 
and and to some degree, rightly so, more so with Nylander. The pulling up and the not going after loose pucks and not taking hits is absolutely egregious. Tavares, you cannot say that he doesn't try. There, there's absolutely... I would laugh in anyone's face that tried to tell me, oh, well, Tavares, look at him lazing around it there. That's not true at all. It's just that the issue for the Leafs going forward is that $11 million starts to become more and more burdensome year on year. And that's why this year they got to win on Saturday. God damn it. They got to win. And I don't even care. Like if they, I'm not a fan. I just like, come on, like, let's get this sorted here. And I don't know what it is. It, it's the history of the team, longstanding, one of the oldest franchises, original six, that, yeah, contributes to the noise and the cup drought and all of it. It's just, you know, a little bizarre when you step back. Like, there are other teams and players that are franchise players that haven't won a damn thing. Producer Adams producing the show here. The Colorado Avalanche haven't done anything with McKinnon and Landeskog and Rantanen, McCarr now, numerous starting goalies. They sputter in the first or second round. They've not done anything. Remember McKinnon's press conference last year? When they got put out, he's like, this is my ninth year and we haven't done a damn thing. And he was all pissed off. Like, they've not done anything. Calgary, Connor McDavid. And, and the Edmonton Oilers, who were recording this early Friday morning here, I, I would love to check and see what the score of that game is as we record it, because Edmonton's trying to force a game seven. At least Toronto was in control. Oh, my God, it's tied. They were up 2 nothing, and they tied it to in the third. Tied it to. So, again, and my guys for a real long time, long time, I was flipping tables over. So irately upset. Why can the Capitals not win? Now they finally did. And that's why I have hope where Lee fans, much like yourself saying, oh, they've lost where you guys don't because, oh my God, was there a team more maligned than the Caps? Backstrom, Ovechkin, Semin, Green, Varlamov, Holtby, uh, up and down, Fedorov, like good veteran guys coming through every year. Fedorov, Knubel, Jason Arnett that one time. Remember that? Like, can't get it done. Can't get it done. The caps are chokers. They'll never do it. And then they just did. They just did. You know? On a team, on a team too, where everyone counted them out. That second loss in overtime to Pittsburgh, who won back-to-back cups. Well, Washington's done now. They're losing Justin Williams. They're losing this guy. They're losing that guy. And sometimes just an unexpected team shows up and does something. And, and I feel right now, and I feel your energy through the computer screen, that, you're, that, that the Leafs are now not expected to win because of their history. But that's the great thing about that word and the premise of what that is, history. It's behind us. It's in the past. There's always opportunities to change the narrative and move forward. And the Leafs need to do that on Saturday. I think Jack Campbell's been really good. I think Morgan Riley has been borderline their best player. Mm -hmm. That's just me personally. I, I know it's easy to look at stats and 
Matthews for four of the games has been anywhere from pretty good to really, really good. Two of the games, especially game four, I thought he was atrocious. But for the most part, the big guys have been there. Marner has had a pretty good series. I think Marner's been pretty good. Uh, it, and Two you're shaking your head. I disagree. He's been, can we agree? He's been way better than last year. Well, he's been way better than last year. That's a low bar. Yeah, it's low. And he knows that. Yeah. But he's been way, way better. Yeah. Nylander's been mm, more it's at the, the hardest low end. trophy to win. It's, it's the hardest trophy to win, to win in sports. It's it if it's not their year, as I'm gonna put on my tattoo right underneath it, there's always next year. I'm gonna put a little script there. Um I don't want you to do that because well, then when they do win, you know you're what? gonna regret having it there. Unless you unless when they win you put dot 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 and it was this one. Like because <laughs> you're gonna have to fix that tattoo. Cause I think they'll win a cup almost because they have to. And again, we're stretching into... And, and I agree with you. I think if they get by this, they will catapult themselves. It, right. it will be like rocket Because when fuel. you look at the... Let's talk, let's, let's, let's talk about the other series because we have like... <laughs> I don't know how much time left, but like, yeah. first of all... We got like 20 minutes or so, give or take. You know, the Rangers are proving that um, Shisterkin probably is the Hart Trophy winner because without him, they're mm. horrendous. Well, to be he five hasn't played five, that well not, in a couple of games. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're behind in the series because he hasn't played well and they don't have a good team. But when you have the best goalie in the world, they have an, then they have it an helps, up and coming right? team. It helps, right? It helps. Oh, um, sure. I mean, had, it's not they a had Hendrick, They had Hendrik Lundqvist for a long time. What would you say? Above average? Really good? How would you describe King Henry? Hendrik Lundqvist might be the best goalie of his generation. Okay. And how many cups did they win with him? They didn't win one. Zero. Zero. Yeah, because he's and they one might do the player. Same. Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. They have one player that's really good. Um, and Pittsburgh, I don't think that's who fair. Picked, who picked Pittsburgh to win this series? Not many. I'm just saying not many people picked Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had less points in Tampa Bay. Rangers had less points in Toronto. Why, why are the Leafs playing Tampa and the Rangers playing Pittsburgh? Because it's the way it's set up. And the Leafs have to play the winner of the Florida-Washington series. Is that right? Because yes. you don't recede. No, no, you right? don't cross you don't back recede. over. Washington so wouldn't go back over. So Right. So technically, Toronto will get Florida if Washington blows, uh, you know, leads again in the third period in overtime. That's and all they do, yeah. That's all they seem to do. And then Pittsburgh will play Boston or Carolina. Yeah. So we have Bo- So you could have Boston and Pittsburgh playing in a series in Toronto and Florida or Tampa and Florida makes sense to me. Oh, battle Florida again, boy. The first no, no, but I'm just really saying, bad. Ryan, it's not right. I would rather them go back to one to eight. Yeah, but again, absolutely. I, it, they should, but They're again, like, the, oh, but it's the rivalries. We, this is how we create. Ri- well, Toronto Pittsburgh's pretty close. Some she of the best rivalries back in the day. Good, Right. Rivalries are made with the playoffs. Yeah. Like, who cares? Detroit, Colorado. Good. Jeez. Yeah. Look at that one. It's just, it's it's a broken league. We've said it many times. It's a broken league. There's a lot of things that could be improved. But Gary thinks it's great. 
right? There's nothing wrong with it in Gary's because Gary well, made, okay. made it the way it is. So he thinks it's great. Well, of course, Gary thinks it's great. He's of getting course. paid eight and a half million dollars yeah. a year. Oh, yeah, he thinks, it's, he thinks it's great. So I would think anything is great making eight and a half million dollars a year absolutely. for it. I, I'm surprised at Boston. Boston didn't seem like they had any interest in the series. Marshawn got hot. They forced the game seven. The Blues have eliminated the Wild. I think the Wild were one of your picks to go to the finals or something. But no, no, done. they were they were my dark horse team. Okay, they're done. Um, the Oilers with uh, Leon Draisaitl saying, "I wouldn't want to play us in the playoffs." They're on the brink of losing to the LA Kings and what Todd all- McClellan. Isn't that funny? Where was Todd McClellan coaching just a couple of years ago? Hmm, let me think. Oh yeah, they need Edmonton. A goal. They need a goalie really bad. Yeah, of they course they do. Goalie really bad. Yeah, they do. Uh, Boston, I mean, you mentioned them just like coming right back on the Hurricanes. It seems like Brad Marchand has done what Brad Marchand does best. Not only has he produced a ton of points, he had a five-point night the other night. Yeah. He's in their heads. Yeah, oh, I know. He's got Tony D'Angelo and all those guys distracted with what he's doing. And how's Freddie? How's Freddie working out for the Hurricanes? He's oh, he's hurt, again, isn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's injured. Yeah. Which is sad because I like Freddie, and I and I I wonder what the series would look like if if he was in. Because again, Carolina having to turn to Kochikov, which is yeah, Ranta like played to break, but Ranta played tonight. Did he play tonight? Good for yeah. him. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it it's a tough it's a tough situation, right? There are a lot of and Darnell Nurse in the Edmonton series with the stupidest move ever. I can't. And again, that one made me mad again, too, because again, I, and I understand he's got the reputation. He's earned it. He's done dumb stuff. If Tom Wilson did that, it'd be five or six games, playoff games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that Darnell nurse got one game for that. It's a, it's an atrocious suspension. Yeah. He headbutted a guy. I know. I know. It's crazy. Headbutting. Yeah. I know. Good Lord. All right. Is there what anything other else? You what other to- series do we have? Anything? Uh, we miss any? I don't think so, unless you want to talk about the ones that, that resume again tomorrow where you've got Calgary. Calgary and the Stars. The Stars are surprising me as well. Yeah, it's 3-2 Calgary now, and they, they better make some hay here because they got some cap problems coming up in the offseason too. They got to re-sign Goudreau, Kachuk. I mean, they, there are a lot of guys there. Minnesota. Boy, we talk about like Toronto's cap problems. These guys are getting dinged with cap recapture penalties to the tune of almost fourteen million for the Suter and Parise buyouts next year. This is a real missed opportunity for the Wild, who went all mm-hmm. in on Mark Andre Fleury, and they're out in six yeah, games. That's right. I, I forgot about that. That's Colorado just absolutely danced all over the graves of the Predators. They were barely involved outside of the game two one where they lost in overtime off of a. Again, an innocuous bounce that, hey, a really skilled uh, Colorado team took advantage of. We touched on Rangers pit. I still, I, I think, I think, I think the Rangers can come back and win that series, especially if oh, Crosby's sure they out. can with Sydney Crosby out after yeah. elbow in the head, of course. Uh, embarrassing that that wasn't yeah. a suspension. And penalty. then you're looking at my cap. Penalty. I'll take a two minute penalty. No, no, no penalty. No penalty. Uh, yeah. It's New I, York. I, I, as much as I don't think Truba intended to do that, you hit a guy right in the head. Yeah. You hit a guy exactly. right in the head, a guy with a concussion issues, one of the biggest stars of all time. Yeah. And now he's out. Having a great series. Oh, he's having a dynamite series. Sidney Crosby yeah. turning the clock yeah. back, man. He's unbelievable. Not a surprise to anybody that he's been good. And then you're looking at, at my Caps and Panthers, and the Caps have been filling their diapers the last two games. Uh, that series should be over. That series should be over. 
and the Capitals are, you know, doing their, they're, they're turning back the clock too to like 2015. Uh, uh, but again, I'm able to kind of laugh about it. It makes me mad, but like, I like, they want a cup. They want a cup. I watched them do it in color television. It was amazing. So I'm not, I'm able to kind of ease things down a little bit. I'll be mad for a week when they get put out, but then I'm like, well, 2018 was fun. And I hope that happens for Toronto. I really do. I'm not a fan. I'm pulling for your Leafs. I don't want to see you like this again during the rest of the run of the playoffs. On we have show. to do a show on Saturday night. Just a just a bonus episode for our YouTube viewers. I'll let you know how I'm feeling. I'm actually done earlier that day at the at the PJHL Schmaltz Cup tournament. So that that's a doable that's a doable thing for me. Um, let's take one quick break here, and when we come back. Let's talk just a little bit about the Jays because I got some things. Oh, to say yeah, we're God doing it. The Blue Jays suck. Why are we talking about them? I'll tell you. I'll tell you why next here on Instigating. Welcome back to Instigating with Clarky and Jury. Brought to you as always by our friends at Cool Bet Canada, Listwell Squash Courts, See the Game, and Listwell Vision Care. And of course, our friends at Hanover Raceway. Don't miss all the excitement of live harness racing every Saturday starting June 4th till September 17th, post time, 1.30 p.m. every time. Bring the family. Come have a great time enjoying the sights and sounds. We bet you'll love it. Visit them at HanoverRaceway.com for details on their upcoming events. Just lay off Johnny Tavares for me from now on. Okay, just lay off. Okay. Uh, just like, no, go, go no, no, don't. No. So, uh, basically I want to just quickly touch on, uh, the other big story, a lesser story, but developing into something semi-concerning the Toronto blue Jays who are 17 and 14 as we record this. And I think everybody, you know, still early. I think everybody could agree. That's disappointing. This is not what we, we're all buckling in for <laughs> their pitching is extremely hit and miss when it comes to starters. Manoa has been great again. Kevin Gosman's the best pitcher in baseball right now, in my opinion. Kikuchi, horrific start. Last couple starts, pretty good. Barrios. Um, Jose, what? Hello? You're supposed to be the ace of, of this staff. And he's gas canning. And his last start against the Yankees, like he was pretty okay up until he gives up a giant tank. It's the moments that he gives up bad pitches that are just absolutely creating him. And I mean, the opening day start was an absolute disaster for him. Thank God his teammates bailed him out there. But that's the big problem here, Clarky. The offense, where is this offense? Yeah, where is the offense? We talked about it last week. Bo right? Bichette is... Um, yeah, like... It, it, whoa, whoa, Bo. Uh, can you call your dad up and get a, a, a couple tips or something here? Hacking at everything. This week, he's turned it around a little bit. He said a pretty okay week at the plate, but like, Bo, like, we cannot have a sub 220 average. Um, Teoscar Hernandez, of course, hurt for a bit. He has yet to heat up. I have, I have all the faith in the world that they'll heat up. George Springer's been great. He, he's been the most consistent hitter they've had so far. Vlad has. You know, he's still batting just shy of 290 right now. And he's going to get back up there. He's in a bit of a rut. And we saw that last year, too. I have the utmost faith that he'll turn it around. But right now, it's just like we, we have to say, despite the fact that we all think we know what this team can do and, and believe they will, 
disappointing returns so far. They're dead last in baseball, Clarky, with, uh, with a batting average with runners in scoring position. Who the hell would have thought? Who would have bet on that with our friends at Cool Bet? Who would have bet mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. at the start of the year? Yeah, Last in baseball, running his runners in yep. scoring position. Something's wrong, right? Something's wrong. They're pushing too much, or they don't have the right coaching going on. Something's wrong for sure. They're just, like, don't look now. They're six and a half games out of first. Like they had a good first, you know, few weeks of the season, and it's gone south fast. The Yankees um, are like some of the umpiring too. Like again, with the fishing. Oh, like, dude, the that, that like the umpire who kicked out the pitcher there the other day. I like Jimmy saying, Garcia. Yeah, in a tie game. Like, come on. Who the hell throws at a guy? Tie game, tie game on the second pitch to the guy. If you're gonna throw at him, first of all, it's gonna be the first pitch, and secondly, you're not doing that in a tie game. And they throw him out. And again, the the and then they. And then the very next inning, you talk about inconsistent officiating in the NHL. The Yankees, I can't remember if it was Chad Green or uh, Johnny Lasagna there, Jonathan Mawaisiga, they call him Johnny Lasagna, who threw it up high at Bichette's head and he had mm-hmm. to duck out of the way. And then rightly so, the entire Blue Jays bench like, you got to throw him out. You yeah. got to mm-hmm. throw him out. And then they yeah. kicked Charlie out. And but you anyway. know what? Actually, I, I like Charlie. I'm into him this year. Not yeah. that I wasn't last year. Because what, what is with like, this all the time talking like this? What like is he is he worried John Boy is gonna like like maybe like he's talking like this the whole time, right? Like you can't, talk, you can't see his face moving. Like like come on, just let me see. I don't care. I love the fire, and I loved him on the bench the other night, getting fired up, <laughs> defending his team. Well, yeah, something that everybody was like, "Oh, Charlie." Didn't There's been do a that lot enough. of ejections this year, eh? Like been compared a ton to of ejections, like it's the umpiring. But again, Joe Girardi, Scott, like as they say, though know, Ryan, as they say, complaining about the officiating is for losers. In the grand scheme of things, when you don't succeed, <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, because <laughs> just hit the hit the baseball, you know, which a lot of guys are having trouble doing. I mean, MLB's got a real problem with these damn baseballs, man. Yeah, what's I'm going on with guys, the baseballs? Like, dude, one guy kept guys, throwing everyone out in the game. Wouldn't yeah, be. all the pitch, a lot of the pitchers, uh, and a lot of them starters, which you give even more weight to, are saying these balls are garbage. And yeah. Garcia, you know, the day after his ejection, said the state of these balls is embarrassing. I can't grip it. That's mm-hmm. a problem. And then I see guys with beautiful swings with hard sounding contact and it's throwing announcers off too, where I'm like, he just crushed that ball 420 feet. No, it died at the warning track. So Steve Phillips was on TSN radio the other day saying that they, they definitely have changed how they make a baseball. They and absolutely it's, have. It's not good. So they've deadened, they've deadened it and they're doing this dumb humidor thing where they're trying to keep yeah. all the balls pregame in a, in a humid X, you know, fixed room. Yeah. Oh my God. Just make the ball, the juice right. ball the allegedly problem? way better. When, when I don't remember these problems back in the eighties and nineties. Like I never, well, never heard then, of complaints with the baseball. They used to rub it with some mud from the bottom of some river. And uh, yeah, in like did. New Jersey or something. They they're did. still doing that. Oh, they are. Okay. Oh yeah. They're still doing Well, that. Maybe the mud is just contaminated now. Oh, yeah, the way, the way we're messing the planet up, yeah, it probably is. The mud's probably yellow now or something, and it's all yeah. slick. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, but but you know why it wasn't a problem back in the seventies and eighties, Clarky? Because Major League Baseball didn't own Rawlings, the company that makes the ball, which would 
give you cause as a logical person, which we've all seen tonight that you're a very logical person, Clarky. Is I'm only teasing you. I feel bad. I, I, the Leafs are going to win. We'll, we'll throw a prediction out here at the end of the show. It would give you cause, though, to go, hold on just one second here. You're a sport built around this little ball. You, the, the league itself, make the ball. What's the pro? The, and the ball sucks? Yeah, well, maybe they shouldn't have bought the company then. You're saying they bought Rawlings? They yeah, dude. Major League Baseball owns Rawlings. Wow. Yeah, wow. they they bought it. I don't know that they bought the entire company because Rawlings makes other equipment, but they own the baseball production plant. Okay, the yeah, Rawlings well, they, baseball they plant. It up. Go figure. <laughs> Go figure. And here's where the conspiracy theorists come out, right? Because the year of the juiced ball, yeah. you want you want to call it that was a year where there were a ton of pitchers that were going to hit free agency. And so the the prevailing conspiracy theory was we're going to juice the ball so the pitcher's stats at large are worse and the owners will have an excuse to pay these guys all less because they go, well, look at your stats. You gave up 12 more home runs well, than you did last up. year. I wouldn't put it by them. Right? And now the ball's too dead. Now, now it's dead ball because there's a bunch of guys that are batters that are going to be hitting free agency, including one Vlad Guerrero Jr. who needs who needs a new deal. So the conspiracy theories—they're out there, man. It's not just us hockey fans; it's a prevailing I'm, I'm in baseball. I'm convinced too. everything's fixed. So I'm convinced. I just want the Leafs to win so that you can escape this cycle of negativity. And on that note, to end the show, let's give Game 7 predictions. You're the resident Leaf fan here. You're the diehard. I will let you give your prediction first. Let's go scoreline, game-winning goal. Mr. Clark. You're really putting me on the spot here. After I said there's no chance that the Maple Leafs will win. But I know you don't believe that. Of course I don't. I was just trying a little reverse psychology, saying that they'll lose when... Yeah. Every time I think they're going to win, they, okay, the Leafs are going to win. And it's going to be four to one. And the winning goal will be scored by Alex Kerfoot. Making up for his huge mistake tonight. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Oh, boy. Oh boy. I like that. And I and I like that you kind of went off off the board. That that's how it seems to go sometimes. The un an, an unheralded guy, not a st- superstar. And makes we it have bad. to make a pact right now on the air. Yeah. If they win Saturday night, we are going to hook if they're winning, especially if they're winning with a couple minutes left. We're going to hook up. We're going to record a YouTube special and you're going to see me reacting at the end of the game. Only if okay, you only you, if they're winning. <laughs> you you record that and I'll No, we'll do a Zoom call with 2 minutes left. We'll we'll do a little show. Little YouTube show. Even if it's five minutes, we have to service our fans. Okay. We got to service our fans. That's right. We didn't service them enough tonight. This wasn't entertaining at all. Um, all right. Well, it was I I will say I will say (laughs) that the Leafs will win four two with an empty netter, the three two game winning goal, 
will be scored by Morgan Riley. He's been he's been my guy. He's It'll be a, a clapper from the top of the circle on his offside, and he will walk into one. It'll be a pass from below the goal line, and he will rocket one home and send the Leafs finally to round two of the playoffs. So all right, ladies and gentlemen. There's, the, there's, 50, there's 50 seconds left in this Oilers-Kings game. Like, it, we should not sign off before it at least goes to overtime. Like, oh, eight seconds. It looks like it's going to go to overtime here as I get updates. So, um, wow. I got to go turn this on. I know it's one in the morning, and I'm going to do some gardening in the morning. Uh, well, I will, well, I will tell you this. Uh, it's, it's not going to overtime. What? Is my... the, Edm- the Edmonton Oilers are winning 4-2, and hey, that's look at a my, final. Look at look it. Look what I have. Can, well, um, you're behind. No, I'm not. It's, but uh, it's 4 2. Look it. Look it. What does it say? On my yeah. I, I, what I know. What a great app. What a great but, app by the NHL. But mine Eight has loaded. 2 2. Mine has loaded. What a Tyson Berry with the game winner. What a joke. And Evander Kane with his second of the game, seventh of the series. What a joke this app app did that to me the other day with the Leafs game. So the Oilers are going to game seven as well on Saturday. There you go. So three game sevens. NHL will be happy. Uh, The fix is in. The fix is in, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you being fixed in on Instagating. You can watch us Friday nights at eight, Sunday nights at nine with our friends on Whiteman TV. That's channel six for Whiteman subscribers. We debut on YouTube Friday nights at nine. Follow <laughs> us on social media at Instigating Pod. Follow Clarky too if you want more of those incredible rants. It's at sports underscore Clarky. I just complain uh, about little things on there. I don't do little rants. things, little things, big things coming like on my Saturday. French fries aren't full at McDonald's. It pisses me off. That makes everybody upset, but you know what? You're going to get a huge, huge box of French fries when the Leafs end up winning game seven by a score of four, two, and that's coming up. All right. We appreciate you guys watching. Make sure you download the podcast on all your favorite podcast apps. That's it for Instagram with Clarky and Dre this week. We'll have a bonus episode for you Saturday. If the Leafs win, when the Leafs win, when the Leafs win, and we'll be back next week. Thanks for watching. Adios.